0: Welcome to Shopware
1: Unplugged
2: episode 6 My name is Boris Kraba CEO of Ergonaut and Strix Strix is an agency an enterprise partner of Shopware
0: My name is Thomas I'm owner of Shopware e-commerce enterprise partner in the Netherlands Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show again. For the first time, it's four of us in total. So we have also Whispering Wouter joining us from the beginning of the show. Hi, Wouter.
1: Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah, I was on a vacation for a long time, a corona vacation. I didn't have any corona, but, you know, uh, I needed a break. There was a big time uh, mess here in the house. So, uh, now the children are going back to school. So I'm back again.
0: All right, cool. To... Cool, good and to have so you on the like show. That. And of course, we have Boris uh, joining us again. Of course, that's one of the main hosts for the show. For today, we invited Patrick Friday. Also, a lot of people will know him from Vue Storefront. Welcome, Patrick. Maybe let's do some short introductions. Who are you? What's, what's your business? And um, what drives
3: you? Hello, guys. Thank you for inviting me. So, as Thomas mentioned, my name is Patrick Friday i'm the ceo of your storefront uh so so maybe a little bit uh, about my past because i think many people don't actually know this and i don't talk about this that often uh, i started in sales quite uh, young uh, when i was 18 uh, after my exams in high school i moved to copenhagen to study international sales and marketing at copenhagen business university and i was working as a as a bellboy in copenhagen marriott hotel you know parking cars uh, really nice cars, you know. Putting the luggage to the rooms, uh, very good tips. Uh, I have very good memories of that. And after two years, when I had to do my internship, uh, I asked uh, the the management in Marriott, "Hey, I'm I'm studying this and that. Uh, maybe you can offer me internship. You don't have to pay me anything, right? So from Monday to Friday, I will work uh, in your sales and marketing department, and then weekends I will work as a bellboy to make a living. So I managed to got uh, to to get this uh, internship. I was working as uh, B2B sales. Uh, working with McKinsey, uh, PepsiCo, uh, and a lot of pretty big corporations, helping them to organize events, sell the rooms and stuff like that. And uh, then I came back to university. Uh, Two years later, I had to do another internship. And at this point, Hein uh, uh which was the CEO and uh, founder of uh, Vivino, uh, the the app for scanning the wines, which is currently the biggest one in the world, he had a presentation. Uh, we had this uh, uh, run of the presentations each Friday at the university, where founders would explain, uh, you know, what uh, they want to do. And he said Vivino would be like IMDb uh, for wines. Uh, and i said that that's going to be great and this was my very first step into the mobile world i learned a lot uh, as i was doing my internship at vivino uh, and i decided you know to stay uh, in the in the mobile uh, industry and uh, since then i was in a couple of different uh, startups in copenhagen uh, one of them uh, was actually e-commerce start- startup called trade they are doing like a b2b uh, e-commerce similar to shopify but only focusing on the b2b And in 2016, uh, I came back to Poland, decided to leverage my my network and my knowledge about, you know, building mobile applications and, and, you know, uh, advertising them. I ended up in the mobile app development company called uh, Droids on Roids. I was there for like two and a half years. And afterwards, when I saw uh, the the opportunity to join on a very early early stage View Storefront team, uh, which was, you know, moving more into the web. Uh, development, but still focusing heavily on, on the mobile experiences, I thought that it would be a great idea uh, as I believe that uh, the, the native apps uh, are becoming quite expensive and not many companies can afford that. And as I was following PWA development uh, since like 2015, so I was still in Denmark, uh, I, could, I could see that this is getting a huge potential. And when uh, Philip. Kierakowski and Piotr Katwatka showed me the proof of concept and Vue Storefront and they explained me the the idea and and you know how they want to do it from the the technical perspective. Uh, I thought that it could be a very good, you know, uh, booster for any company uh, that cannot afford something like that right now. But if they would have a set of ready components, uh, you know, open source code that everyone can use, it could grow potentially. Uh, that could be a really nice product, and and I joined like a, like a more business uh, co-founder to help the the growth, the the partnership network, and and uh, give the the feedback about the product itself, but more from a business perspective. So that's that's uh, about me and and how I got here. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah, so we've got everything. So we've got everything. So we can finish for today. So thank you for listening.
3: <laughs> thank no, you. That bye was, bye.
2: That was, that was that was of course a joke, Patrick. Um, PWA and headless, uh, I believe, is like uh, teenager sex, and we had discussion with Thomas about oh, it already. Again. That you everybody, everybody everybody, sex. <laughs> everybody, everybody is talking about it, but not I everybody it. understands what is it, what is it about, and how it works. Can yeah. you explain very easily what is PWA, what is headless, and what is the difference between PWA and headless? Uh, maybe with some some examples uh, for for guys who are especially having an online shop. What, what what is it, this technology? What does it mean for for an online shop?
3: Yeah, so uh, actually, the, the first thing I realize um, many people are getting quite confused is that uh, PWA means being headless right away. That's that's not true, right? You, you can have uh, you know PWA and and not be headless, and you can be headless and don't have PWA. So uh, PWA is a progressive uh, web application. Uh, this is uh, used to build apps uh, within the web you don't have to build this natively through ios android or using react native uh, it's originated actually from from apple uh, and, and steve jobs uh, this is how how it started but they dropped the idea uh, my my uh, belief is that uh, you know they were afraid after they realized what pwa can do uh, that it can actually eat uh, the the whole uh, the business revenue model coming from the the app store uh, and afterwards, it was heavily uh, lifted up uh, by by Google. Uh, I think in in 2015, this this term uh, was was created, and since then, the the PWA uh, went forward. Uh, I think uh, how I explain it to people, and then you know the triggers uh, start to go along. Uh, I tell them that uh, they should imagine that PWA is like web responsive design on on very very good steroids. Uh, so it makes the the web experience uh, on whole another level right. Uh, we are adding uh, service workers and this is allowing us to do stuff like uh, caching the website, uh, possibility to have uh, push notifications, uh, offline browsing uh, etc and I think what's what's most important is that you know it combines uh, the best of web and the best of the of the native uh, world right So when I was uh, working on the native applications one of the things uh, merchants uh, were you know i don't know if confused is the right word but they were like oh so people when they type on google and they will not uh, find the product that is within my native app i was like yes native things in the native apps are not indexed by by google so you will need to have your e-commerce store online on web anyway right Uh, so then they asked so why do i why do i need native app if uh, I still have to make a a, a web store, right? So, well, native app at this point, you know, like three years ago, uh, is basically going to give you much better uh, mobile experience. Uh, You can uh, make the the design itself very mobile specific, right? So, for example, having the navigation bar uh, in the bottom, uh, having much more uh, user experience and uh, how you move from one screen to another, uh, native apps uh, also have a very good uh, response times, uh, so it's basically super fast uh, in the how it works. Uh, but then, the, the PWA suddenly uh, is getting all of those things as well, right? So, uh, PWA, you can add to home screen and uh, it's startable in the same way as you start your native app. But the benefit here is you don't have to upload anything to the App Store, to the Google Play Store. Uh, There are no updates needed and anyone that did any update, especially to the App Store, knows what I'm talking about. Those uh, updates can be really painful. You're working on the new version of your app. uh, You push the update and then you realize that in the next one month, only 5% of users downloaded uh, an update because they had automatic updates turned off. And then they start complaining uh, and giving you bad rates. Hey, this doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for me. Uh, With PWA, all of this happens automatically, Uh, so you should think of it as, you know, however a standard website uh, does it, so when you do an update uh, to, to your website through, I don't know, CMS system or you do an update in your code, you click deploy and it is after some time on your website. Users do not have to press any update button they always see the version that is up to date right so so i would say those are uh, like a very brief benefits of, of the pwa itself uh, one which is the most important uh, for for the merchant those days is the is the speed uh, we can get here as you know google is keep changing the algorithm there is uh, changes uh, to the google speed index each website is getting specific scores and as Google is changing algorithms, those those scores are actually affecting uh, your organic reach. It's affecting your positioning on on Google, and it can also affect the the amount of money uh, you you have to spend on your ads uh, to actually get traffic to your site. Uh, so so we see that. And and very recently, uh, Google also uh, posted something that you know made us uh, very happy, because they mentioned that. Besides the speed itself, they will also look at the mobile uh, design and, uh, and the UI of the site it's, itself. So, if your UI is you know, mobile-specific, it's uh, very easy to, to navigate uh, for the users. You are following the, the UX uh, Retail Playbook by Google, which I highly recommend to, to everyone to, to read and, and go through this. There is a lot of great content and, and many people don't bother checking this out but you basically have a recipe on how to make a design and that is specific for desktop design that is specific for mobile after analyzing a lot of different e-commerce sites they just give you you know a ready cookbook how to do it properly and and what we do at ViewStoreFront storefront and what is available on the shopper that the standard shopper team is already having all of those best practices out of the box right so that if you're gonna check the the demo uh, itself and you're gonna go to mobile view you can see right away that the navigation is moved to the bottom and you don't even have to add anything uh, to the home screen right so when users enter from web uh, it can be chrome it can be safari Uh, very often i see a big surprise expression on their face as they're like why do i have such navigation I didn't download the application I'm I'm just entering this website and you know the menu bar is on the bottom it looks like a native app what's going on so people that you know don't know that there is something like PWA the users they are surprised but you know to be honest for me a good technology means that the users uh, you know that is actually browsing or using your your app your your website whatever you did uh, shouldn't even know what they do. They just should be happy with the way how they can browse through it, how they can buy something, how they can book something. So I think that's that's how good technology should look like. Like users, they they shouldn't care what's what's behind the scenes. It's the it's the you know uh, the, the effect you get when you actually enter the site and you and you start doing some actions on it. Yeah. And uh, coming back to headless, so headless actually it's. Uh, i think headless architecture headless commerce this is this is a buzzword i would just stay on the on the headless itself and headless basically means decoupling backend from the frontend giving you a lot more flexibility so basically that in the easy way if you do something on the backend you can do a separate thing on the frontend and you don't have to make sure that they are aligned right away so you can develop it separately and then align them afterwards uh, so the business logic is is completely disconnected, and and this is uh, you know reducing the amount of fights uh, that you know many people probably saw on on Magento that the front end developer is going to the back end guy, hey, you fucked up my you know front end, it's not working, right? So so that now there, there is this argument, who who did what, what wrong and why this is not working, right? In the headless world, uh, you don't have this. You, you can test the front-end logic, you can test the back-end logic and then connect the dots afterwards uh, through, through APIs. And, and I think this is uh, where the whole e-commerce is, is going forward. Uh, we can see a lot of players uh, doing this and the new uh, Shopper 6 and the APIs they created uh, is really outstanding and, and you know, they, are, they are leaving uh, competition behind because this is something they just did. And uh, and other companies, uh, they have such a big legacy code and and so much work left to do. It's uh, it's it's gonna be you know time consuming for them uh, to to get to the same point.
0: That's a lot of information for a first question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can end the show.
2: Well, <laughs> I just, okay, like, Thomas, you had you had you had a question.
0: Yeah, because okay, I, I want to be open uh, and uh, fair with you guys. I, I've been reading about PWA. I think for just a year or so, maybe. Maybe a little bit more. Before that, I thought it was one of our royals in the Netherlands called Prince Willem Alexander. But uh, so PWA is is a technology. And uh, sorry, Wouter. <laughs> and but uh, I also read what what is it, what is AMP? Is it is it, is it uh, comparable to PWA or what is what's the difference between AMP Google AMP and PWA?
3: AMP is uh, Accelerated Mobile Pages, and uh, I believe that in the future, uh, this can go in hand with the PWA. uh, But right now, uh, this is used mainly uh, on the content side, right? Uh, So, it's helping you to uh, pre-render and pre-cache the the images and the content before you even click uh, the site. So, if you will find, if you Google something and you see the website on Google, and you will see the lightning bolt next to the URL of this website. Uh, that means the site is AMP. And if you're going to click on the link, uh, you will see and realize that this site is loading in milliseconds, right? So, so that's great. So the combination I see uh, in, the, in the future, how uh, the, the AMP and PWA uh, could be mixed is that, for example, you can make your home page in AMP, making sure that when someone is entering the page, it's loaded instantly. But, you know, making every single uh, subcategory, every single product, AMP, uh, would give you a lot of limitations to the, to the UI of the page and, and you know, the functionality. Uh, so this, could be, this should be left only for the, for the content side. And I think that the homepage is a good place to be because when, when the user enters the, the homepage, uh, that's that's a big impression, okay, that, that loaded fast. But as they scroll further, uh, the, the PWA kicks in. Uh, so this is definitely uh, not a competition to each other. Uh, I, I cannot imagine uh, an e-commerce site with functionalities built 100% in AMP. But yeah. yes, some elements uh, can be done this way. Uh, and, and I believe as we're going to develop and as Google is going to develop AMP, it will become easier and easier uh, to do it. Uh, we had some, uh, you know, trials with the AMP on on the storefront, uh, but we also realized that not many people uh, yet know how to implement, and that's probably a bit premature, because you know, in my opinion, let let's let people learn more about PWA itself before we're gonna drop another bump on them. I'm I'm not saying I mean PWA AMP is awesome. Uh, but Google is still going to do some work uh, around this, but the combination of both in the future it's a hundred uh, percent done deal
2: okay thank you so I, I think i think we I think we can finish this theoretical part so let 's go you know down to down to the situation we have with shopware so if you could say what uh, what as a view storefront you did for um, for shopware how it works, how complicated it is for for a shopper administrator or shopper agency to start using uh, ViewStore for Shopware.
3: Mm-hmm. So uh, what what we did uh, with with Shopware is something that we do not have with any other uh, platform. I think uh, the the most important part uh, to to be mentioned here is that this uh, Shopware integration is extremely native. I mean, I I don't know how much more I can emphasize on that part it's it's uh, as native as as you can imagine right so, so, it, so it's with, completely uh, native native yeah
0: native yeah yeah like native native
3: okay native native. More native, than native all right yeah. just to be sure so and and yeah and if you could compare this uh, to to magento uh first of what? all we what? absolutely <laughs> uh, no. we we had we had uh, no help uh, from them whatsoever uh we have to put uh, you know the the elastic uh, in in between uh, because Magento database is is quite slow, uh, so we had to put something in between to to make it faster, right? Uh, so this is not the this is not the native integration. There is a middleware, uh, you know. There is no help from them uh, on on their side. So we had to figure out everything on our side, and we had to get a lot of community help, a lot of feedback to to improve this. Uh, with with Shopper, uh, we created this solution uh, together together with them. Right, Shopper is co-financing this integration, which is, which is super important because that also shows uh, how uh, you know, serious uh, they, they are about this. And also Shopper was you know, adjusting and changing the way their API works to be sure that uh, the way how we're going to uh, release the product together and how uh, Shopper PWA will work uh, is going to be outstanding uh, and will cut down the development time so so now going back forward you know how hard it is uh, to start uh, when you create a new project with the the cli uh, this can be done in in minutes right you just have to provide the information about your shopper 6 instance and that's it you you have a you know shopper 6 standard default template uh, up and running and uh, from this point uh, you're ready for customization you can uh, upload your logo you can start changing the the colors so actually what we see here is that, uh, for example, for the agencies the, the sales process is actually becoming much better uh, because they can create a, a demo uh, shops uh, with a very quick and easy customization by simply, you know, without even asking uh, the, the merchant. They can go to the page, download some of the product pictures, download some of the descriptions, drop it in our standard template and show it to them. And they're like, whoa, how, how much it took? I don't know, one, one two hour, right? Uh, so in that case, uh, this is this is super easy to to start with. Uh, no one should have uh, bigger issues with that, uh, as you know. The right now we are uh, production fully production ready, and uh, I think on on Friday it's is the nineteenth. I think at two, uh, 2. on Friday, 2. Friday of uh,
0: course, on Friday. Right?
3: <laughs> yeah, everything on Friday. Friday. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dominic uh, Dominic Klein from from Shopper and uh, Patrick Tomczyk from our team uh, will present the developer version and i think on the 18th uh, there is Sander Mangel, uh, will talk about the the, the shopper uh, pwa for more uh, merchant side of the of the things uh, so for those who are interested uh, they they should definitely uh, join in that part and you know with with shopper we wanted to make sure that uh, it's it's both for you know smaller merchants and for the enterprises uh, so, as I said, smaller merchants uh, that do not have requirements for some very sophisticated uh, templating and teams, uh, they do not have a lot of uh, plugins and integrations at this point because they are just, you know, getting started. This can be done really, really fast. Uh, so, so in that case, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy good. Uh, for the enterprises, on the other hand, we made sure that, you know, we are following this open source kind of mindset and uh, everything can be done uh, so if some plugin is not there uh, you can always custom made it right a lot of plugins are coming in if some integration is not done you can do it if you want to add new elements uh, that will work together with uh, shopping experiences uh, but that's another whole topic we should cover uh, you can make those components uh, which are also going to be integrated with the with the cms uh, which is i believe currently uh, like a native cms shopper, shopper experience is probably one of the of the best on the markets every other platform they have to use a third-party cms so in magento honestly i don't know many merchants using page builder and they are going for prismic uh, they are going for storyblock contentful any other third-party uh cms right uh, so so on on that side shopper uh, did amazing job, and uh, actually, we spent a lot of time on on our site together with shopper uh, to to make sure that you know changing the the content and and the components uh, is extremely easy and you can imagine that each website is cut into very small pieces, right so if you go to the product page. Each piece in the CMS part is customizable, and and you can change the way it looks. And it's also based on the Vue Storefront Next and Storefront UI uh, elements. So you also have a set of uh, ready-to-use Vue.js components. Uh, It's automatically integrated with the CMS. And in the future, uh, we also want to make sure that uh, all of those things are basically uh, done in the right way
2: yeah so that's uh, so is it uh, a reason why Shopper also updated their um, their api to be ready to 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 work with this
3: yes exactly that that was one of the main reasons uh, those apis uh, uh, that that we get now from Shopper are on uh, on a very good uh, level and as i mentioned before uh, we gave them a lot of feedback and that was amazing relationship we had together very strategic relationship uh, because with any other platform, we, we didn't have this opportunity, right? Uh, in, in most cases, we had to work with whatever we got. Uh, and until we we proven ourselves somehow, uh, we would get this help, right?
2: So big applause for uh, for Shopware. Um, I have a question. Yeah. If we can imagine, uh, I'm an average uh, owner of, uh, of a shop that uh, is planning or is already using a Shopware 6. What would be my key benefits as a you know owner or administrator of the uh, of Shopware 6? Uh, okay, I enable it, uh, and what you know uh, what will happen then? Uh, how will I benefit versus native Shopware uh, front uh, if I switch to to Vue storefront?
3: Yeah, so so basically, as, as the first step, uh, you should uh, figure out what kind of scope do you have, because again, uh, it's uh, it has to be considered that you know you everyone has a set amount of budgets, right? And uh, if you have a lot of uh, plugins and a lot of uh, you know different integrations, uh, you should start uh, by checking what is already available, uh, what kind of things are on the on the roadmap and how time consuming it would be, right? Uh, for the merchants uh, that, that are not that demanding and they are also using a standard uh, shopper template, I would say going with PWA would only benefit them because first of all, you're gonna get a much better uh, user experience, especially for the, for the mobile users uh you will be having a great fundament to further develop your, your front end because also the longer you stay with a with a standard front end and, and you start doing integrations with that, uh it's gonna be harder to do the migration of front end if I can say that afterwards. Uh so so I think you know having those those fundaments from the very beginning and also learning uh, you know the how to code uh, for the PWA, uh how it is uh, to go with the with the headless uh, that's that's going really really well. Uh, so I think in that in that case, uh, it's it's outstanding how how flexible the the solution is. So you should definitely uh, make sure uh, that you check the scope. And if you think that more over uh, more or less all of the things are covered, uh, you should definitely go uh, with the with the PWA. Because yeah, I mean okay. user experience and uh, and the speed uh, is is uh, much better than the standard fronted. Okay.
2: Again. And what about
1: Oh,
3: sorry what about
2: search engine and google and my you know, positioning because usually that's that's crucial in case you have shop and you have competitors uh, so your position is very very important so would uh, uh view store from for shopper help me or or the standard um, front end uh will be indexed much better than than in, uh, headless solution
3: yeah, so so this is really good question. Uh, you know, the, the the fact that your site is marked as PWA, so when you're gonna do the the lighthouse uh, check or whatever, you're gonna get this mark as as PWA. That is already uh, pushing you up in the in the scores because that's a hint uh, for for Google that you know this site has most likely very good uh, user experience. On top of that, uh, PWA is just hitting much better uh, lighthouse scores. Uh, compared to the standard frontends. Uh, so the performance itself uh, will be better and this will have a positive impact on the Google's, Google speed index, uh, which will push you up in the, in the uh, rankings in, in Google.
2: Okay, and do you have any plans, because that's, we, we, have, we quite often have this discussion, shopper 5 or shopper 6, do you have any plans for shopper 5? For PWA, no. or 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 no. or that's the real, you know, the reason to migrate to Shopper 6.
3: Yeah, that that actually not not even. I mean, of course, that's that's the reason, but uh, it would require so much work uh, on on Shopware 5, changing the APIs and stuff like that. Uh, we looked uh, that direction. There is no point. I mean, if you think about this, uh, we we've spent almost one year, more than one year, until now. Uh, to get where where we are, uh, there was a lot of work done on the shopper side with the shopper six, uh, you know, working on the APIs, uh, thinking of the architecture. Because when we think of the PWA, we also had to think of the way we would make the plugins compatible uh, with with shopper PWA. So there was a lot of strategic planning uh, to to make sure that we don't get into some kind of endpoint and and closed road that we can go back to. Uh, so shopper five would be just too much hassle and i think shopper 6 itself is, is such a great piece of the software and i know that shopper is working very hard to make sure that the migration process is not that painful uh, that would that would benefit a lot of the a lot of the users so yeah i i, I don't think uh, adding pwa to shopper 5 will will happen
1: patrick <laughs> um is it also possible to, to migrate from uh let's say when you have a magenta one instance with a uh, shopware of a of, few of storefronts uh, uh, PWA at the moment to move directly to um, to Shopware PWA or is that not yes. possible? Yes,
3: so so it's not like you will press one magic button and it's done. Uh, so of course uh, it, it is possible to migrate the the data and uh, you can use uh, some of the components. But as I mentioned previously, the way how we are integrated uh, with, with Magento is totally different. And uh, the shopper uh, itself is working in, in a way that is very strongly connected uh, with the shopper PWA solution. So you can use the, the components, you can use some of the, of the UX and the UI and migrate that part. But you know the plugin integrations, uh, the, the CMS, all of those things, uh, this has to be re- rewritten from scratch
2: technology is going super fast uh, right now so uh, the question uh, that I would have is uh, you know what is the future uh, of PWA what will be the next uh, next technology uh, what's uh, what uh, what kind of solution will have in few years because you are quite deep into this uh, this technology newses. uses so what do you think where, where this whole thing will go uh, what kind of front ends will have in two years
3: yeah so i think uh, you know so far i still didn't find anything uh on the something that could replace pwa uh because pwa is currently in the process of replacing native apps uh, so i didn't find anything that can uh, replace uh the the pwa yet uh, definitely pwa is is a future and you know uh, my my predictions are that within 2 to 3 years uh, probably more than eighty to eighty five percent of the of the mobile uh, and, and web in general uh, will be Pwa uh, even even if someone has the native uh, apps already uh, i don't think they will stay with a standard uh, responsive web design uh, what's going to happen is that they will see that you know the, the new users they're always gonna uh, probably uh, end up on your website and if your website cannot make a good enough impression on them why would they go to the app store and download the app the only reason i see is that okay this website is so bad let me see if they have native app so i can make my experience better who who thinks like this the the whole uh, you know point here will be to make sure that your web experience is so good uh, and then if your native app uh, or react native app uh, has something more uh, to offer they will download this but currently think of yourselves i mean how often are you downloading uh, the the new apps to your phone after you bought a new phone you get a set of the applications that you use on a daily basis i mean myself i don't know last time i downloaded an app from the app store i honestly don't you know i i just don't do this i i have my apps using on a daily basis and that's it so, merchants uh, have hard time uh, maybe, uh, you know, the marketplaces like uh, in Poland, we have Allegro. Uh, then you have Amazon, you have eBay, Aliexpress, you know, Zalando. Those are uh, the, the e-commerce sites that are used very often, but those are marketplaces. You go there to buy different products, but if you are a merchant and, and you know, you are a brand uh, or, or a retailer, People don't, uh, don't uh, have a need uh, to browse that often and PWA in most cases will be good enough. And uh, when I compared uh, some of the estimates uh, from, from the various agents, uh, agencies uh, doing PWAs versus, you know, what I would be offering when I was working in my previous company, uh, plus adding the maintenance costs afterwards, uh, the cost of PWA was approximately 75% lower. Uh, than, than doing native in iOS app. So, so that's a huge difference. And, and every time I tell people, if they ask me, hey, Patrick, should I do a native app? I'm like, yes, probably you, you should. But the first question you should ask yourself, will I need a native app after you develop PWA? And why you should develop PWA? Because you need a web presence anyway. And, and PWA is the best uh, that exists right now on the, on the web. Like there is nothing better on web.
2: So do you think that uh, all the marketplaces like um, uh, Apple uh, App Store or Google Play, they will decrease or they will disappear in the future because uh, all the solutions will be in some way native. um, So people will just go browse and save the application instead of going to some additional uh, marketplace, uh, register, click, login, save, and so on.
3: Uh, I don't think they will disappear uh, because there is, uh, you know, very big industry uh, gaming and I don't think gaming will move into PWA that heavily uh, as, as any other industries. Plus, uh, you know, we, we still do get questions because when you are a big brand, uh, people are in general still used into going to marketplaces and search for the app. So. What is happening already on Google Play Store is that they are basically allowing adding PWA uh, to the Play Store and and being listed there. So people can find you when they search through App Marketplace. Uh, But also what I think basically was going to happen, Apple uh, at some point, those guys will give up. There is absolutely no chance that they will stand and be like, hey, native app support for push as well. I mean, right now they are still blocking it. Uh, They are saying it's under the development for the past one and a half year. No one knows when this is going to be unlocked. But what's going to happen is that they're just going to add a section called the PWAs and uh, you will be just adding to the home screen whatever you want. Uh, and I'm also quite sure that what's going to happen is that if you're going to look for Twitter, you're going to have two options. You're going to have Twitter native, which will be 99 megabytes, or you're going to have Twitter lite, which will be PWA app, and it will wait one and a half megabyte. For the people that really appreciate not having too much space taken by native apps, they are gonna pick Twitter Lite. You can check yourself. I see absolutely no difference between those two, and there is a 98 megabytes difference on the uh, on the on the apps, and I do not have to do any updates on my Twitter Lite. Same with Spotify. There was Uber Lite, Tinder Lite, a lot of you know those apps that that people don't don't really think uh that they could be pwa airbnb same thing pinterest same thing
1: Patrick, can i ask you something about what would the uh client be which would move to chopper pwa do you have any idea what kind of merchant is now would now move to uh Shopper pwa is that a enterprise client or is that a smb client
3: so, so i think i think it's both uh, because for the, for the enterprise clients, uh, they usually have, uh, have a higher budget, uh, so, so they can allow uh, for some additional integrations and, and customization uh, to, to make sure that the, their template is, you know, not uh, as similar as everyone else who is using a standard template. So they will have budget for that and, and they can, you know, make those integrations on another side. Uh, a very standard template can be used for the for the smaller merchants and and use a, a basic you know payment like paypal or now we are about to finish agent uh, so so there are those those integrations that are going to be out of the box uh, very soon and will allow you to to run a, a very basic store uh, without too much investment uh, so i would say it's for everyone uh, it, it's really depending on on your pocket size and the bigger the pocket, the the more customizations. But it was always uh, like that.
0: Okay. And uh, Patrick, how does it work in uh, in a practical way? So, uh, as as a as a web shop manager uh, looking at Shopware Six, we have all these shopping experiences. Is it true that all these elements are being pushed to the front end, or how does your let's say how does the storefront connect to the backend functionalities of Shopware Six?
3: Yeah so so the CMS itself uh, it even has like a drag and drop uh, function uh, I think we could uh, you know put put some links uh, under under the podcast so so people can have a look exactly what I'm what I'm talking about uh, so so it's very very cool it's called uh, I mean we call it chopper uh, PWA UI uh, so you have those elements and you can drag and drop them and then edit and add uh, based on your on your needs uh, so, so, this is in a, in a very easy way and, uh, and the connection of it itself, as I mentioned, it's uh, basically a CLI command uh, and, and all you need to do is provide the information about the Shopper 6 instance. Uh, so, so, this is uh, then the project is, is prepared and the plugin, uh, plugins are instead on your Shopper instance, right? And, uh, and the, all of the PWA support will be uh, installed. Uh, so, this is pretty much straightforward, uh, so then your integration with Shopper 6 is pretty much done. And then, as long uh, as you're going to add new things, uh, in general, we uh, created uh, the code in a way that it's really uh, hard to you know make it in the wrong way, so it will not be PWA compatible. Uh, so, there was a lot of information in the documentation, uh, how to make it work. And uh, that was uh, what I also mentioned before, as we discussed the architecture, and the plan for the product development to make sure uh, that the plugins development and the guidelines for that to make sure they are PWA-compatible is great. But uh, the, the CMS experiences, I suggest everyone uh, to basically try uh, try the demo, uh, do the Shopper 6 instance. I mean, you don't have to buy a license, it's all available as, as an open source. You just have to you know, set it up on, on something, uh, Kubernetes or, or something like that, there is instruction for this and you need the shopper 6 instance and then you can play around with the with the standard demo and really see how easy it is to change the content change the logo it's you know like uh, for for me it's it's similar to the powerpoint right drag and drop change the color you know i'm i'm not developer and i was able uh, to style uh, the the site right because in this case, uh, you will need developers uh, to, to basically uh, do the components, the additional components that are not available out of the box. This is where you need developers. And then you give it uh, to your marketing team. And the marketing team, without any help uh, from, the, from the developers, can, can style and edit uh, the, the banners, uh, the content pages, uh, the product pages, and so on.
0: And and recently, uh, Shopware released their uh, um, uh, SaaS editions. Uh, so, does Vue Storefront also connect natively to the SaaS solution for Shopware?
3: Yeah, so it doesn't uh, go that far yet. Uh, we we're gonna we gonna work on that part. Uh, so 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 far, uh, we are we are still thinking the way how to approach this. They are coming, you know, a lot of questions because most of the people thought that, you know, Shopper PWA will be only available uh, through Enterprise Edition and and stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, we are still trying to, to find uh, the balance and, uh, you know, see uh, what is available and, and what is not in that kind of stuff uh, when, when we talk about this kind of features. Uh, But yeah, uh, it's it's a good point and uh, I think shopper internally right now uh, has to figure out how much uh, of the integrations uh, we're going to put in this uh, SaaS solution. But I mean, let's be honest, uh, if uh, we're going to make it work. And that's a huge benefit for everyone, especially for the smaller merchants, uh, because that would be a huge advantage over Shopify, uh, for example. Shopify doesn't have uh, such a co- you know comprehensive PWA out of the box, right?
2: Yes, that's true. Okay, Patrick, thank you for uh, for all these questions. I hope that all the people who are considering uh, Shopware, they get some additional benefit. Why to choose Shopware? Why to go uh, Why to go with Shopware? Um, as all our guests, we have some questions for you right now, which we called honest questions. So okay. we will ask you, we'll ask you, uh, questions, for example, like skiing or snowboarding. You have three seconds to answer. And then, uh, then we ask you to explain why you have selected this, um, uh, this answer. So I will start with, uh, with my question. So my question is Saturday or or Sunday?
3: Friday? <laughs> no, but Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. Why Saturday? Yeah. Saturday is is between Friday and and Sunday. Uh, and on Saturday, I tend not to think about what I have to do on on Monday, and on Sunday evening, usually, you know, I, I start planning planning my work. So, so Saturday for me is this full day when I try to not to touch my my computer phone. Uh, you know, do 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 the gym, uh, go to the forest, try to you know uh, get some get some peace in my head before I, I work into go into work mode again. Cool.
0: Hey, I've okay. I've been checking out your Instagram Friday PWA.
3: <laughs>
0: okay. And, um, so my next question would be uh, Kalashnikov or M sixteen.
3: Uh, M16, yeah, and uh, I'm actually, the answer is very simple for myself, Uh, as you guys know, or you don't, the Call of Duty uh, Warfare just released a new mode Warzone, and uh, I tested both weapons, Uh, uh, Kalashnikov is awful, it has a very big recoil, Uh, M4A1 uh, with the right, uh, you know, monolithic suppressor and stuff like that is is a very good weapon with uh, smaller, Recall, and I think I prefer uh, U.S. Army uh, than than Russians.
0: Perfect answer, thank you.
1: Patrick, Diety or Scandi PWA?
3: Oh my God! And I have three seconds. No, I think I would go with Scandi. Uh, to be honest, uh, Scandi Scandi goes for uh, for for the magento in uh, in a nice way. How they it. Uh, deity looks like uh, you know they are getting a bit confused at the beginning the the focus was on magento and now it's uh, now it's, uh big commerce uh, so so i i think i'm getting a little bit confused uh, what actually they want to do and uh looks like uh, from my experience a lot of agencies doing magento uh, in the uh, netherlands picked view storefront over over deity and that was uh, actually a quite huge surprise to us uh, because that is their, their own um, market. We, we asked for the reasons. In, in most cases, uh, that was uh, over promising and under uh, delivering. Uh, so, so I think that was the, the main feedback from the agencies that you know, the product development roadmap uh, that was promised was not delivered. And from what I saw on Scandi, uh, they, they are doing pretty good on those promises. Uh, it's just a matter of, of the traction. Uh, and actually, I don't know what uh, was the state of the AT open source uh, because they recently delivered a lot of different uh, products. Uh, so I, I, I got lost in that part. And uh, Scandi PWA, I think, stays uh, as open source uh, all the time. And they have just one stream, Magento, uh, and and, you know, that's it.
2: So next question is: so What would you select—a uh, custom muscle car or a Ferrari?
3: Ah, uh, muscle car, definitely. Yeah, muscle car. Uh, you know, uh, I just I just bought uh, a car with a, with a pretty big uh, engine. Uh, I mean, it's not like massive, but it's three point zero, so it's still better than one point four that I'm that I have right now. And uh, I just like old school uh, stuff. Uh, I think you know, Ferrari for me, uh, it's. Uh, is not very uh not very city and and trip friendly. It's not a very comfortable car. Actually, when uh, I'm going back to the to the Marriott hotel, I I had the chance to park a Ferrari, and I also had the chance to uh, park a very uh, crazy Mustang. I think that there was a 6.0 engine V12. Uh, so so that was a, a good pleasure. Uh, amazing sound from the engine, and also the 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 cars are very comfortable.
2: Okay, great. So I think we've got uh, all the questions for uh, for tonight. Just the the last question. So if someone would like to learn more about uh, Vue Storefront, uh, uh, get some more examples of Vue Storefront and Shopware, learn more about PWA, what would be the good uh, good source uh, to find this information on the Shopware website or your Vue Storefront website? What would you what would you recommend for people who are uh, who who found it interesting and they want to follow up on this?
3: yeah so uh i think we are trying to put the content on on both uh regarding the the front end stuff definitely our blog uh, so if you go to view store from the diode there is a blog section and actually the last two blog posts are about shopper and uh, so we had one on the shop on the june 2nd and the one was like a week ago or something and uh, so that's one information uh, there is a documentation uh, about the shopper itself uh, on the on the shopper side and, and on our site. So if you go to ViewStorefront and Shopper uh, as part of the integrations, uh, you get the information on that part as well. And uh, I would encourage everyone to join Slack. Uh, on our uh, Slack for ViewStorefront, There is a dedicated Shopper 6 uh, channel uh, when we already are getting uh, more and more developers uh, joining uh, so so yeah, and then of course the shopper the shopper, uh, shopper block uh, we are we are trying to generate content together. Plus we we have in plans to start putting more stuff on uh, YouTube. There are some videos on Shopper Six and View Storefront as well, and I think you know YouTube is this good medium uh, more for the education uh, based uh, for the developers itself with some tutorials and and guides uh, on how to do certain things.
2: Cool. Great. So, thank you again for uh, for joining us uh, for joining us today. Uh, and we hope that whoever likes the, the show and likes the, the content, we recommend to uh, subscribe and wait for our next uh, episodes.
3: Awesome. Thank you guys so much for, for having me. And and yes, to everyone listening, if you if you liked it, uh, subscribe, follow, share. So, thank you so much.
0: Welcome to Shopware
1: Unplugged,
2: episode six.